the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Business 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. Streaming worldwide at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. A 19-year-old student suspected of killing his parents at a Central Michigan University dormitory before running from campus was apprehended early Saturday. Bellwood, Illinois Mayor Andre Harvey says James Davis Sr., a local police officer killed allegedly by his son, James Eric Davis Jr., was someone who served his country and his community. Hey, James was a career uh, military uh, man. He loved the military. And that's one of the reasons why he chose to work for the village of Bellwood part-time, because he was in the military on a full-time basis. Also on SRNews.com, a nor'easter pounded the Atlantic coast with hurricane-force winds and sideways rain and snow on Friday, flooding streets and grounding flights. In a mixed day on Wall Street yesterday, the Dow down 71 points, while the Nasdaq gained 77. This is SRN News. New to Business 1440, a special program airing every Saturday at 11 a.m. It's called Not Your Average Joe. It's hosted by Dennis Davis, a 16-year veteran of service in the U.S. Navy and the Air Force Reserve. This weekly program highlights the personal stories of veterans, their challenges in and out of service, and the values they bring to our society, such as honor, courage, and selfless service. So invite a friend and tune in. Not Your Average Joe, every Saturday at 11, right here on Business 1440, part of the Wall Street Business Network. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Let's remember what all the Mueller, memo, and FBI hubbub is about, the accusation that Trump colluded with Russia to get himself elected. One of the rules for determining who did something is to ask cui bono, who benefits from the election of Trump. Not Russia, that's for sure. The Trump trade has been terrible for Russia. We just published analysis at Town Hall Finance, which shows that Russia was the worst performing of the world's 40 investable markets during Trump's first year in office. Poland, a Russian rival, was one of the best. Trump policies have been highly detrimental to Putin's interests. Most notable is Trump's pro-energy stance, which Putin mouthpieces like cable outlet RT have been denouncing. If Trump really was elected by Russian money, it's one of the worst investments any nation has ever made in human history. I'm Jerry Boyer. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Hey, good day. Welcome to our show. Hey, good day to you too, Ozer. Hey, what is the best thing about winter in Minnesota? <laughs> I know, my Arctic spy. Eh? It's the best way to celebrate winter when it comes to the darn cold, eh? Yeah, and super energy efficient too. Yeah, you can get yours at Premier Pool in Chanhassen today online at premierpools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take the fun seriously, even here in the cold, frozen tundra of Minnesota. Premierpools.com, eh? Yeah, take off, eh? Take off, eh? The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. You're tuned to Business 1440 and the King Banyan Show. Later, Dr. Banyan will cover a range of topics including phrenology, tide tables, the dulcimer, and his 8-track tape collection. Duly noted. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. You know, I would never replace Lee Michaels as our announcer for the show. I'm just, I need to say that. But if, if, if it had to happen, the late Richard Roundtree would be my choice. That's not possible, is it? <laughs> I don't think it's possible. I believe he's passed away. Um, am I right about that? Check that. Am I'll I, have to do look you know, here. I, I believe he's gone. Um, Lee will have to do, right? Lee will have to do. 
of course, Richard Roundtree, the actor that played Shaft, um, has that has that gorgeous voice. Well, Ving <laughs> Rhames is still available, but I, I, I understand he's busy hawking, uh, hawking uh, greasy sandwiches. <laughs> um, it's Arby's, yeah. 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 <laughs> it looks as though he's still alive. Yeah. Is yeah. Richard Roundtree still with us? Roundtree's oh, still there. <laughs> sir, I'm sorry to have bumped you off sooner than needed. Um, um, I'll reach out. Reach out. Yeah, see if, see if he's available to voice a commercial. Absolutely. I, yeah, I, I'm, I love that guy. I didn't know I, Shaft's I, I, first name was John. John yeah, Shaft. <laughs> John Shaft. Right, right. Put a lot of thought into that one, yes, didn't they? Yes, they did. <laughs> So where are so where are we in the where are we with the Fed where are we with this expansion okay I I have described the events of the last couple weeks and really throughout January as what may be a, a pivot point now let me let me define for you what I mean by that if you go all the way back in the history of economic thought to approximately 1946. We had spent the previous 15 years trying to figure out what the heck this thing was that we now call the Great Depression. And as I mentioned, we had no measurements. I I know I've talked about this on the show since I've been doing this show for so darn long. We had no real measurements during the Great Depression that would allow us to describe what was happening to us. And so the birth of the economic statistics that we talk about here on the King Banyan shows really started during the Great Depression and were a result of the Great Depression. There are some people that believe we just shouldn't use them. But to me, it's like I'm happy to use the statistics as long as I know how they were created and I can describe the process of their creation. And... I realize that there are lots of folks, I mean, particularly during the Obama administration, I had listeners who wanted to say, I don't believe the numbers that you're quoting. I think they're being skewed by government workers. I don't think that's true. Now I, now you've got the, the, this little, this little uh, uh, hoo-hoo, look at this, uh, basically cheering. I mean, it was weird. You had commentators yesterday on the jobs report almost cheering the fact that the black unemployment rate went up because that that took away a a President Trump talking point. It's bizarre. What makes it more bizarre is the disconnect between that and what's been happening in the markets over the last year. So let me, I'm going to talk a little bit about Winter Institute and some of the things that we discussed. I will first uh, say we had... We had on the show, and we played the uh, recording of uh, the uh, last two weeks of uh, my interview with uh, Ed Glazer, professor at uh, Harvard who wrote Triumph of the City. Um, I actually got a chance to spend about a half hour one-on-one with him because he came into a room for a reception for the Institute. And besides the, uh, the, the conference organizer who was busy doing a 100 different things, the only person he knows in the room he has never met before, but he recognizes my voice. And we end up having this lovely 30-minute conversation. I got to tell you, he's both a brilliant and, and tremendously nice man. Um, that reception that I talked to him at, and his presentation is awesome. And if, you're, if you missed it, we did stream it yesterday during his talk. That recording will be up, and I will post it at Pound KBRS on Twitter for you if you want to hear his talk. It's about it's about seventy five minutes, including the Q and A. And honestly, it was brilliant. I mean, it as one of my colleagues who does internet industrial organization um, said afterwards, said, "Doggone, now I want to be an urban economist because that's that's what he does." In fact, it's funny he doesn't teach urban. He's also. I'll also tweet to you. It's. Uh, I believe it's going to be sometime in the next two weeks. Um, he's opening up. They're opening up a, a course on what's called Harvard X, or edX, which means you can take one of his classes for free. Online. I'd encourage you to 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 sample it. There's, there, there's there's tons of material apparently on it. I encourage you to sample it. He's, he's he's marvelous. I mean, he's just a marvelous guy. 
the night before, so that night uh, where I talked about the reception, I had just finished doing our, our, our local outlook. And the theme of my talk, and, and I have, I've, I've tweeted it at, I've tweeted it at, on my Twitter feed uh, at Banyan Show. I don't know that I tagged the radio program for it, so maybe I'll go back and do that again. Um, one of the things that I talked about was simply the optimism, optimism that happened in 2017. There was basically a, a switch thrown the night of the election. And small businesses, in particular, went from being went from being. Um, I, I, I'll use the Italian the Italian term mezzo mezzo. They were they were like, eh, things are okay. They're not great. They're okay, and they were kind of thinking about what the Hillary Clinton administration would look like. They didn't expect. They didn't expect President Trump to win any more than you or than I did. Maybe you did, I did not. And they went from that to, oh, hey, look, things might be a whole lot better. And they stayed with that optimism throughout 2017. It was, it was, there was a dent in the in late summer when it became obvious that uh, there would be no changes in. In no no real changes in in Obamacare, or at least it seemed to, that no major changes were going to happen. It was interesting that the State of the Union address on Tuesday really offered nothing in terms of a path to uh, reform uh, health care policy. It seems like president the president has moved on from that that conversation. I find that interesting, but the tax increase may have moved us into a place where that optimism is now seeing fruit. And this could be a pivot point. Now, if you listen to me here on, on, on the King Bain Show on Business 1440 for the last two years, you know that I have been a bit frustrated with the speed at which the Fed has moved toward a more normal period. There's a quote you know, on there's a quote on Bloomberg. Many of our shows here on on Business 1440 come from Bloomberg Radio, but there was a quote on Bloomberg um, by Jess Staley, CEO of Barclays. Um, we are in a pretty good place right now, but we've got a monetary policy that still seems like it is in the remnants of a depression era. Bankers at the Forum. This is the article again. Bankers at the Forum in the Alps, Davos, sounded more worried about asset bubbles and what happens when they pop than an inflation rate that Fed officials have regarded as too low and meriting a a go-slow policy. Bubbles are building, Axel Axel Weber, uh, the chairman of UBS, said at Davos. Quote, the impact of this current monetary policy on markets rather than just on inflation is something central banks have to focus a bit, a bit more on at this point. Uh, uh, Vince Reinhardt, uh, who's, who now heads some asset management firm in Boston, used to be the, the head of research for the Federal Reserve. He says, the issue is, is the Fed nimble enough? They don't give evidence of being data dependent or making decisions meeting by meeting. And so there's there's just not as much there's a sense that the Fed has gotten behind the curve. This week marked the 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 changing of the guard. Janet Yellen has now chaired her last meeting, and as I've as I said, I think on the show last week. Okay, everyone wants to say she did a great job, and I say, give me eighteen months before I'm ready to sort of close the book on this. I need some distance from from Yellen's time before I can really say whether Yellen was a success. And the reason for that is we've we've had a Fed that has in some sense moved the Federal the Fed funds rate a little slowly, but is also engaged in balance sheet normalization, which has an has an unpredictable impact on where long-term interest rates are going. And we are now beginning to see movements in the 10-year bond rate that are higher 
than we would have expected otherwise. And then what I want to do over, you know, I'll just, I'm going to save it to the next segment. What I want to do is I want to take you through what's happened with the 10-year bond rate, connect it to what's happening in the stock market right now. And then I want to give you the other two confirming signals that you need to decide whether inflation has moved higher, which I think will spur new Fed Chair Jay Powell and the FOMC to move faster on interest rates, as Brian Westbury, as, I've, as I discussed in the last segment, as, as some folks such as Westbury have, suggest, have suggested. I, I think that that's entirely possible. I think the Fed needs a little more they need a little more convincing. And so contrary to contrary to, to, to Vincent Reinhardt's comment, I think they have been data dependent. I think they're just trying to go go a little slower because they're a little fearful of what happens when you pop a bubble. As Scott Sumner, whose article I'm reading this from, and what you what you've seen here, the Fed has bop, popped a bubble. The last time they really did that was 1929, and it worked. I don't think we want that to happen again, do we? But let's talk about these other signals right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. From across the room, I want to ask her why. She looks so sad. What if your next vacation was more than just a vacation? How about a refreshing getaway where you can find personal renewal and form uplifting relationships with other fellow conservatives? Join Hugh Hewitt, Larry Elder, and Mike Gallagher on the 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise. This trip will be a great time to discuss the future of our country, all while sailing in paradise amidst the legendary Hawaiian Islands. Unlike any other cruise you've experienced, this will be one of the best times you'll ever have. We'll sail to some of the most beautiful islands in the world and see all the sights. Then at night, you'll get together with Hugh, Larry, and Mike for a lively and interactive discussion on what's going on in our country while exchanging ideas about ways to chart a fresh course for our beloved nation. The 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise sets sail for seven days next August 11th through the 18th. For all the details about this cruise, visit TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com or call 855-655-1335. Book your trip today. That's TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Relief Factor is made from high-quality fish oil and essential nutrients. Gives your body the help it needs to aid fighting recurring aches and pains. When life's aches and pains get you down, you need relief. Physicians made Relief Factor as an essential way to support the body's fight against aches and pains. It's a remarkable product. It has worked. I only endorse it because it helped my wife with her knee pain. I didn't even know she was taking it. Then when it was mentioned, she said, oh, yeah, this stuff is, is like magic. Look, there are people who've told me they've postponed or delayed or simply negated surgery because of Relief Factor. That's how powerful it is. Go to www.relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. This remarkable product is called Relief Factor, relieffactor.com. Hey, this is Ricky from Banyan Hill. You like freedom? I do. You like money? I do too. If you like freedom and money, then you're going to love Freedom Checks. You see, over the next few months, an estimated $34.6 billion is up for grabs to anyone who stakes their claim. Yep, you heard that right, $34.6 billion. To get all the details, just go to www.freedomchecks123.com. Thousands of people are already lined up to cash in. Take Doug, for example. He's a 46-year-old from Joplin, Missouri, who's set to get a check for $24,075. If Doug can do this, 
I've got a hunch that you can too. But here's the thing. If you want the chance to grab your full fair share of this $34.6 billion payout, you must have your ducks in a row by April 1st. So don't wait. Get over to www.freedomchecks123.com before the April 1st deadline. That's www.freedomchecks123.com. Welcome back, King Daniel Show. This is 1440. Bubble shot, Robert Palmer. Oh my gosh. It's a great album. It is. It is. And I'm now, now I heard this one, now I know. <laughs> I did own this. Last track on the record, side B. I might, in fact, still have the vinyl. I think he's in a swimming pool with, uh, bikinis laying <laughs> laying around him he's like in yes. the pool you know <laughs> yes right that's the one yep that's the one they do a version of uh you really got me on there as well and it's got that song yes. every is it every kind of people yes every kind of people i think that might have got some airplay as well every, got every kind of people yes yep. yes that's what yeah it, it did we, i adored this particular <laughs> i adored this particular album <laughs> it's it's really delightful. This anyway. seems to sort of uh, uh, almost uh, foreshadow his 80s music to come, this song right here. Yes. Sort of a foreshadowing yes. of what's coming up once he leaves Island Records. Anyways, moving on. Right, right, <laughs> moving on. I I could talk about Robert Palmer all day. It was one of my favorite artists of that period. Um, just just delightful. I'll tell you what, I'll we should we can take a couple calls, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. I've been kind of bearing down the tracks here for for a bit, but I really I really wanted to um I really but I but I I think we're at the point where we can now sort of begin to talk about okay what I'm imagining for you is is, is and again I'm trying to I'm trying to paint pictures with words. Uh or paint graphs really with words. So which I think I can do, Lee. Um, here's here's what I'm imagining. You have, so as I said, I have gotten around to the point where I've decided interest rates are going up, and I've taken measures to to lock in interest rates at current levels because I think the next place they go is up. I don't think we should. I think I think a bet on them falling is is not a good bet. All right, and that's as close as I'll ever give you to 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 investment advice. But I don't have all the I don't have all the ducks lined up yet. We have probably the first real sign on my dashboard. So I'm imagining I'm imagining four graphs on my dashboard. All right, two of the two of the graphs we've already discussed. One of them is. What's happening to wages in the labor market? So you've got a graph that shows wages year over year. Don't get caught up in the monthly wiggles, right? Just give yourself a year over year average and, and think about that. Currently stands at 2.9, right? So there's there's that. The next graph that I'm looking for is um, labor force participation rate because one of the things that would slow down slow down the increase in wages is if we actually can pull people off the bench and get them back into the labor force, particularly males. I mean, is it possible that that will happen? It's possible. And if it does, then the wage line won't grow so fast. But if that line stays flat, then the wage and the wage line really grows then we know that the labor market increases are all being transmitted into pre- into wages and there will be pressure on businesses to transfer those over into prices meaning inflation will go higher three okay the third point on this it comes comes in this way if the Fed is expected to raise interest rates and the market really comes around to that particular view, 
relative to what's happening in the rest of the world, then people should want to invest in dollar assets. If if interest rates are rising faster on U.S., on dollar-denominated assets, so our treasury bonds, our our treasury bonds, our stocks, our things, then the stock market should come back and we should see people wanting to own dollars. And that would mean the exchange rate goes up. So we know the stock market fell. And if the stock market fell, but it's a it's a demand-led increase, and the stock market fell probably because We've got the four. We we have got people expecting four four rate hikes. But the next thing that I think has to happen then is, the dollar has to get stronger, not weaker. True, we've had a president and a secretary of the treasury, who have talked who have, kind of sort of tried to talk that dollar down. But he's got other advisors. The president has other advisors. Okay, um, who are trying to tell him, no, that's not a good thing. You should be either not talking at all about the dollar, or you should be trying to talk it up. I think of Larry Kudlow uh, as one of his advisors, Steve Moore um, as one of his advisors. Uh, I think of, I, th- I think of his the head of his national, his council for uh, his national economic council whose name is Gary Cohn, there, I found the name, uh, who, is, um, who is also going to be into that, into that viewpoint that a strong dollar is, is, is something that he should prefer. And I don't think, uh, and even uh, uh, Steve Mnuchin, who kind of um, uh, uh, stumbled in saying that he didn't mind a weaker dollar, um, I mean, you're welcome to think it, but my goodness, don't ever say it. Don't ever say that on the air, uh, uh, you know, in front of a microphone. And he had to ba- he had to reverse course last week in in the last two weeks and push the dollar back up. It has in fact been going down. So I've tweeted three charts to you. One of them is sort of the object one, which is what's happening to. What's happening to uh, Treasury rates? Um, the ten-year Treasury bond closed Thursday at two point seven eight percent. That's up. That's up uh, thirty-one basis points from where it was on the day after Christmas, on the twenty-sixth. It's up from the last day. So it's, it's, let's do it this way: from the close on Friday, December 29th, the last business day of twenty seventeen. It's gone from 2.4 to 2.78. That's a pretty significant move in interest rates, and it's been happening for a while. But I've also pointed out to you uh, that that's not a bad thing. I actually believe this rise in interest rates is simply is simply a a sign that the economy is is doing uh, fairly well. Uh, Scott Granis at um, at uh, Calafia Beach Pundit points out ten year bonds. If you take a if you take a very long run view all the way back to to uh, the the nineteen ninety recession, and you were to sort of do sort of a very simple chart of ten year T bond yields. And measure the downtrend. There's been a downtrend. I mean, think about this. In 1989, a 10-year Treasury bond returned over 9%. Over 9%. If you take that downdraft at the height of the expansion, at the height of the expansion in um, in, tw- in 2007, just before the Great Recession started. The ten-year bond was returning almost five percent, and so if you took that long downtrend and sort of extended it out, we broke the trend about three months ago. 
the real yield is right if you if you look at real yields inflation adjusted yields which for the 5 year indexed bond was negative 6 months ago or excuse me a year ago it's now in fact positive at at half of a percent okay you can finally buy a security that guarantees you will beat inflation, even though only at, at, at half a percent. But you can, in fact, beat that. And so if you look at that, at that five-year return, uh, as Scott says, and you compare it to um, where, where it is right now, you can see that that real yield on the five-year is higher than the real Fed funds rate. That means that the market believes that more Fed tightening is happening. The market has figured it out. But as the market figures it out, one thing it needs to do, the one thing it would need to do is start to buy dollar-denominated assets to participate in in, in gaining that yield. The exchange rate is the third item on my on my dashboard. And right now it's moving in the wrong direction. It's moving down, not up. If this economy has in fact reached its pivot point, we should see that exchange rate rise. And that's the thing that I'm, I'm waiting to see. If we're at that pivot point where we're reaching late expansion, that rate will start to go up. So put that on the screen, and then I'll give you the fourth one. I've actually tweeted it to you already, so you can sort of play ahead with me. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Tune in and turn it up because Think Realty Radio with Obi Golhar is here for you. Every weekday, Obi informs listeners around the country on everything real estate, market news, investment methods, and most importantly, succeeding in the business. Obi shares his strategies with listeners every show. Don't miss out. The tip that could help you the most might be on the next show. Get into a real estate of mind with Think Realty Radio. Weekday afternoons at 2 on Business 1440, Twin Cities Business Radio. I'm Pastor David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've been in the ministry for over 30 years now, and because the Lord has continued to bless my business endeavors, I've never had to take a salary from the church, which has been a huge blessing in my life and a great way for me to give back to the Lord's work. I'd like to share with you my thoughts on the importance of the family business. You know, these days, people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man hours per day. It's called financial leverage. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets, and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Tradeway offers you the vehicle to start such a family business by teaching you how to trade in the stock market. Perhaps you're intimidated or confused by the world of investing, but Tradeway is here to help you break down that confusing world of finance so that you can understand it. We're not your typical big Wall Street investment advisory firm. We keep it fun, simple, and personal from day one. We offer our students a powerful education on how to trade in the U.S. stock and options market, coupled with sound investment advice, and all from our family business. We're here to help you reach your biggest goals through taking small steps. Join us and bring your family. Coming to the Sheraton St. Paul Woodbury, April 13th and 14th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. 
That's 877-907-8723 or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Would you like to protect your nest egg? At Online Trading Academy, we teach the skills to grow and protect your investments. Learn this rules-based strategy with our best-in-class instructors, teaching you how to get your arms around your money so you can retire with no worries. Learn the skills to profit from the markets going up or down by joining us for a comprehensive free workshop by calling pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Business 1440. Good stuff. We'll get the Spotify to you right after the show. 651-289-4477. The number to call with questions, comments, disagreements. So I'm building for you a, 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 a dashboard. And this is just going to be a little four-graph dashboard. One of okay, so one of one of them is going to have have wages year over year wage growth. Second one's going to have the labor force participation rate. The third one, as I've indicated, now has an exchange rate on it, which should be pointing up, but is currently pointing down. Exchange rate has fallen. This is just over the last uh, three months has fallen by almost three percent over that time. Only some of that happened because um, uh, Treasury Secretary Mnuchin put his foot in his mouth, which he did. Okay, but that's, I, I don't, I expect that that turns around if, in fact, we're getting tighter. And if we're not getting tighter, as I've noted, um, and, and, and Scott Sumner's post I've tweeted to you uh, notes as well, uh, the National Financial Conditions Index uh, posted by the uh, Federal Reserve Bank of Chicago um, now says, now indicates that we're in fact, we in fact have uh, very, very low rates of, um, very low rates of, uh, of, of financial tightness. Indeed, the finance, the finance numbers show that we are, we have, uh, a very loose monetary policy. Here's the one thing, though, that hasn't shown up that you would think we'd have if we had loose monetary policy. What's going on with the price of gold? Back on um, back uh, back in early September. The price of gold had worked through a three-year, a three-month rally, excuse me, to go from a price around twelve twenty to to about thirteen four uh, to about thirteen fifty. It then slid back down to to twelve forty in early December, and it has risen, but it's actually backed off in the last in the last three weeks. So that's reached a high of 135, uh, excuse me, of 1357, 1358, and it currently sits below 1340. If we were really behind the curve and inflation was galloping out of control, this, this thing would point forward like a rocket. So on the last panel of your four-panel dashboard, Put up a gold chart. All right. The Fed will move more rapidly. It, it, it will never say, it will never, ever say that it's responding to the price of gold. Okay. And, and this, is the, this is the issue. The Fed, the Fed has set up a target that focuses on the inflation of goods and services as expressed by the personal consumption expenditure deflator. 
It is not focused on what's happening in the stock market. It is not focused on what's happening with the exchange rate. It is not focused on what's happening with gold. They are not giving you those numbers and setting policy on that basis. In part, that's because of how their objectives are expressed in the law that created them. But I would I would say you'd have to be a fool to think that as they as they meet with each other to think about what's happening before they have an FOMC meeting, particularly the next one, where there will be a press conference, it'll be the first press conference of of Chair Powell, because he'll just sat through and chaired his first meeting. I firmly expect there will be a rate increase, and we're going to have to listen to what happens. So if you want to get ready... If you want to get ready for what's going to happen in five and a half weeks, get your get get that get those charts out there. I've tweeted them to you. Get those charts, look them over, redraw them the Monday before the next FOMC meeting, which is again five and a half weeks from now, mid March, and you can decide for yourself whether rates are going up. And then hold on to that chart because I think this little dashboard will work for about a year. One note about dashboards. I never use I never use them for too terribly long. It frustrates my, my colleague um, um, Rich McDonald, who's my co author on our quarterly business reports and, and the reports we do around the state, that I'm always wanting to tinker and and replace and, and toss away various indexes. I've been trying to replace the one for St. Cloud for about a year because I'm unsatisfied with it. I don't think it's measuring what I what I want it to measure. Okay. This tool which I've described for you today is the tool I'm using. I'm actually doing a couple presentations to uh, various business groups over the next uh, six weeks. And I'm, I'm giving people this this thing that I've just described to you to say you should keep this chart, and you should update it from time to time. I even give a lesson on, you know, where do I go get that data? Here, I will show you how. Um, if you haven't found Fred, Fred is the is uh, uh, Federal Reserve Economic Data. It's maintained by the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis. Okay, so you go to research research.stlewisfed.org. Where if you go to fred.stlewisfed.org, you can find thousands upon thousands of economic time series in a way that you can get the data, you can draw graphs, you can download them. I've tweeted a couple of their graphs to you this morning on the show. This is this is my op. This is my uh, request to to help you. Do I think that this that that do I think that uh, let me let me say that let me say this point next. I call this a potential pivot point. I will probably within six months be able to tell you whether it was a false signal or that it really is a pivot point. If it is a pivot point, my pivot is to late expansion. Late expansion is often characterized with excesses. It's often characterized with bubbles. The excess that I think will happen and why two of those two of those four panels are looking at the labor market is, I think it's going to have to show up. Okay, if I think about there being a market for goods, there's a market for assets, there's a, mar- there's a market for labor. And when we have excess liquidity in a market, one place it can show up is in a labor market by pushing wages up. We may be reaching that stage. I think that's, in fact, where we are right now. I have a couple other things to bring you from the Winter Institute, and I want to talk about those next as we reach the end of our show here, the King Banyan Show, on Business 1440.
Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. It's probably been about 10 years ago. I had quite a few credit cards. The interest on the cards was really high. I was making the minimum payments, but barely. And it was just getting to be too much, so I called Trinity. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976 to talk to a certified counselor. They met with me, and they were able to get all of my credit cards in one lower payment. Trinity will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. They did help me learn how to manage my money. Now, you know, we have a house, and we're doing a lot better. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. My name is Holly, and I am debt-free for keeps. 1-800-990-6976. Message and data rates may apply. Remembering when to change your fridge filter is a hassle. Remembering the right filter is almost impossible. So at Filters Fast, we have some good advice. Forget it. Instead, remember this. Text WATER11 to 443443 and check fridge filters off your to-do list forever. Get it all taken care of for a fraction of big box store prices with a Filters Fast brand filter. To see how much you can save, plus get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. With a huge range of brand name filters available, Filters Fast is America's number one online filtration company. And you can get a Filters Fast brand filter for a fraction of the price, delivered to your door every time you need it. No need to remember. It's not a matter of if you need a fridge filter. Why not text to get it taken care of? To see how much you can save and get free shipping, text WATER11 to 443443. That's W-A-T-E-R-1-1 to 443443. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless, and I didn't want to leave it up to her, but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.com. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the people are people. Tired of this song to call a snake. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440, where Eclectic just took another turn. Where I've had, this has been a Super Bowl-free zone for the last two hours, and I think I'm keeping it that way. Thank you. No predictions, no nothing. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll leave everyone else to enjoy their thirty-five dollar guacamole. Two story? Hear that story? I did John, not. Did no, you? no. Thirty-five dollar guacamole? Yeah, that's thirty-five dollars for thirty-five dollars for an order of guacamole at Ike's. <laughs> Get your head checked. Earlier this week, <laughs> don't pay. They it. got they got they got slammed for it, but it's like, hey. Demand is high. Price is supposed to go up. That's what we've just been talking about. Guac is good. Guac is good. Uh, but they got slammed so badly they, that they're now having to offer a free order of chips and guac if you order a drink there. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I just, it just cracks me up. So, you know, it's like, well, how did you think economic impact worked? <laughs> <laughs> Backfired, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> there. But I, I have to say, having having family in the restaurant business, 
I'm pretty sure neither neither of my family members who work in the industry would have ever have control over prices, would have ever priced up their guac to thirty five bucks an order. That just sounds ridiculous. It does. It just does. You you think you look at it on paper and go, wait a second, people, let's rethink this. $35 guacamole. Yeah, yeah. Step back for a moment and think about this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Uh, let me me finish with with some some thoughts from up here from Winter Institute. It was great. My, um, My presentation will be uploaded probably sometime later in the week next week. It takes us a little time to get it cleaned up um but you'll be able to watch it um the slides are available in my twitter feed i'll repost them with the with the pound kbrs hat kbrs hashtag if you are somebody who uh uses that to track the show um because that's what that's what some people do but one of the things i talk about in that is that early this week so here i am on and Normally, I'm making a presentation about the local economy, and I, I build a slide deck. And I usually, the week before, so after the show last week, I finished that slide deck, sent it off to be uploaded um, on the uh, by the uh, people that were putting it on for Thursday night. Tuesday morning, it, it's announced here in St. Cloud, our fifth largest employer, Electrolux, which has made chest freezers here in in a St. Cloud facility. They've got three facilities in the country. Electrolux announces, okay, they're investing half a billion dollars into renovating their factories, but they're renovating the two two other ones and not ours. They're closing ours sometime in 2019. That's 900 jobs in St. Cloud that sometime in the next, I guess, we're not sure, 15, 18, 20 months are going away. And, you know, and and I will say, I, I live very close to this particular plant. I'm about, I live about a mile from it. Um, I drive by it almost every morning on my way to work or on my way to work when I'm stopping to get coffee on my way to work. If I have to go straight, straight to work and drink coffee and buy a cup of coffee on campus, I, I don't. Um, it's an it's an older facility. It, it's 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 just interesting to think about what happens there. But the reason I the reason I bring this up is I had a num I, I heard some comments that well you know the labor market's really tight. True, it is. Businesses are having a really hard time finding workers. Yep, true, it is. Uh, they are. They're hard to find. So if the plant was going to close, this would be a good time. And I'm like, well, hang on a minute. We don't know when it's going to close. It could it, They say 2019. Well, there are 12 months in 2019. Given what we've just discussed over the last 45 minutes, one of the things that I find myself wondering is, will this, mark, will this labor market still be this tight 18 months from now? If it, if we've now reached the late expansion stage, your 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 sort of base forecast for when the recession the next recession happens moves from I'm not sure when to sometime within the next two years, which could be when the plant closes. So I am I, I am I'm cautious about trying to say well. These folks will find jobs. It's not a big deal. It's like, it might be a bigger deal than you think. The exp- these, the, my, my point here being this. There are great changes happening in the U.S. economy right now. Change is caused in no small part by lowering of the corporate tax rate from 35 to 21%. That's a huge change. You get... You get an increase in your after-tax return of investment, right, of about 34%, right, since 21 is 60% of 35. You get a 40% increase in your after-tax return rate of return. That's huge. That moves tons of money around. It allows you to do lots of things, including consolidations. Okay, don't be surprised. If you hear stories like what happened here, because 
while it sounds like it's it's a terrible thing, understand Electrolux, a Swedish company, is committing half a billion dollars into U.S. investment. That's foreign direct investment into the U.S. market. It just happens not to be here. It modernizes the pl- a plant, just not ours. And so the changes that will happen will cause job gains in some places, and they will cause job losses in some other places. We ended up on, on, the, on, the, wrong side of the, on the wrong side of the transaction in this one case. We'll end up on the right side of the transaction in some others. We have a number of firms that have foreign ownership operating here in the St. Cloud area. Some of them will invest in our place. Some of them will invest in other places and maybe make a decision like what this firm just did. I don't think, I don't think we should be afraid of that. But my point, my, my, my point of the last hour has been, if we're in the potential pivot point, we may see an expansion, late expansion, followed by a decline, and then the benefit of those interest of those tax rates will happen in 2020 when it's cheaper for them to reinvest. And I think the next recession, when it happens, will be a much different, a much milder recession than this one that we have back in 2008. Thank you so much for being with us this week. We'll be back with another show next week here. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Do you have sleep apnea? Are you tired of dragging your big bulky CPAP device with you whenever you leave home? Yeah. Do you have sleep apnea? Are you tired of dragging your big bulky CPAP device with you whenever you leave home? Yeah, well, I was too. That's why I'm so glad I called to try the Transcend Mini CPAP for 10 nights. I can't imagine living without it now. My Transcend is about as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. That's less hassle to carry than my shaving kit. Plus, I was able to add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. But hey, that's not all. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, which means I can finally sleep comfortably while flying. Heck, I can sleep comfortably anywhere now. So if that all sounds good to you, call now to give Transcend a try. You'll be glad you did. Now you can try Transcend and sleep comfortably for 10 restful nights with a money-back guarantee. So call minicpap.com now. 1-800-915-2344. Again, that's 1-800-915-2344. 1-800-915-2344. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all. The few, the proud, the Marines. I'm Teresa Morrow, the Vice President of External Relations with the Minneapolis Foundation. You know, WNAV has done a lot of pretty significant sized events for us, and they do everything from sound and lights to the audio to videotaping to making sure that all the performers look and sound right. As an event person, you really sweat the details, and when I work with WNAV, I don't worry about that stuff. They always come through for me, whether it's an event for 1,500 people or it's an intimate event and all I need is a microphone and a sound system. They can do that full range for me. Probably the greatest thing about WNAV, not only are they early, they're usually there before I am. They scout it ahead of time. They're prepared for what your event is. And I know I can count on WNAV 100% of the time. And I do. Hi, I'm Mark, president of WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Online at wnav-video.com. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.